tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make your day count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In it. This day. Monday, July 5th. (laughs) Happy 4th of July that we celebrated on yesterday. We hope that you enjoyed your day. And this week also marks the two-year anniversary of Make Your Day Count. Count. We are 520 episodes into Make Your Day Count count two years 104 weeks yes 520 episodes and those episodes are archived on the wmie website so if you go to the wmie website and you scroll all the way down to the bottom where it says on demand in the black banner you can click that and if you click the name of the program make your day count you will see all of the programs that have been archived over the last two years. So the message continues to be the same. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. We are God's workmanship. Come on. He has already prepared beforehand everything that we were sent to do. He backs us. He marks us. He stamps us. He approves us. And now we must do all that we have been sent in the earth to do. And we do that by making each day Day count. count. And as we make our days count, We make our life work. Isn't it awesome Mm -hmm. when you can realize that you are making each day that God has given unto you and he has given unto me count. Mm -hmm. They are not wasted days. Mm -hmm. But day that I make it count. And if I'm making my day count, then I'm making also my life count. Mm -hmm. Making your day count is direct, is is in direct proportion to making your life count. Mm -hmm. Because if I waste my day, I'm just wasting my life. Mm -hmm. If I'm making my life count, then I'm making my day count. And that is what this program is all about, is to encourage you is to energize you. It is to mobilize you. I'm finding some words. <laughs> <laughs> to make life work mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. And to focus on this day. That's right. Not the regrets from yesterday, mm-hmm. but to focus on this day. Yeah. Not the worries of tomorrow, three months out, five years out, but to focus on this day. Make this day count. You, you know, that's why I'm living life to the mm-hmm. full right now. Because the lesson that I learned mm-hmm. is not to focus on yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's not to focus mm-hmm. on all the failures of the past. Mm-hmm. But to focus on just this day. Mm-hmm. This day that I have. I can become very productive this day. If I change the way I think... I will change the way I live. If I can change the way I think, I can change the way I live. If I still hold on to wrong thinking, if I still hold on 
to wrong thinking, it I, I will live a defeated life. So I decide to change the way I think. Quality decision. decision. There's yeah. two key so we, words Pastor yeah. teaches. A quality decision. decision. Yeah. Quality decision. <laughs> not a decision based off of our emotions, not a decision based off of our circumstances, but a quality decision strategizing, being able to see with that aerial view, being able to navigate, being able to operate in the mind of Christ. And what was his mind? His mind was a mind of strategy. His mind was a mind of love. His mind was a mind of compassion. You know, Jesus, he operated in strategy. He took the time in prayer to hear clearly from the Father, to be able to see what to do, to be able to maneuver, to be able to manifest to be able to do everything that he was sent to do despite any circumstances going on around him. He knew how to take authority over a situation. He knew how to take authority over emotional situations. When people were wailing and mourning and not in faith, a lot of times he had to put them outside the room. He had to take authority. He had to be a commander. That's what we teach. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you had to be a commander. Mm -hmm. You got to be you you have to take authority over your emotion. Over your emotion which is my what feeling. Because that's what disturbed me. My feeling disturbed me most. And the thing about our feelings is yeah. they're fickle. Yeah. So they're forever changing. That's right. So we feel mad, we feel happy, we feel sad, we feel all these different feelings and they change. Over time, our yeah. feelings change over time, but the truth of God, the Word of God, remains the same. Yeah, and that's why I use the Word of God to dominate my feelings. Mm-hmm. It has power over mm-hmm. my feelings. So I don't go by what I feel anymore. I'm going by what the Word of God mm-hmm. says. And when my eyes cannot see the thing, I still believe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when my eyes can really see it, I still believe. It doesn't change my belief system. You see, my feeling always changes. But the word of God remains the same. It is a sure rock. It is steadfast. It is secure. I can build my life upon the word of God, okay? And so on this 5th of July, I'm encouraging you out there to change the way you think. If you think negative stuff, if you think life is not working for you, then all you got to do is change that change. Mm-hmm. Whatever situation you believe not working, then change. Mm-hmm. It's called for what? Change. change and it change takes place first in the mind second yes. corinthians chapter 10 starting at verse 3 it says for though we walk in the flesh we do not war according to the flesh for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty in god for pulling down strongholds casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of god bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. So what does that mean? That we have authority, that when the arrow comes to our mind, 
to try to set us off course, to try to put us in distress, to try to bring upon fear and frustration, that we have authority to cast it down. We don't have to let every arrow sent for our mind take residency. We have the authority to cast it down. We could choose not to think on it. How do we do that? We say, I'm not thinking (laughs) about this. And then we must put something in its place. So we find the word of God to fill that space. So if the enemy is continually bringing fear against you, then we find the word that says that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound sound mind. mind. So when fear comes... We say out of our mouth, I have power, love, and a a sound sound mind. mind. This fear is not of God. And if it's not of God, I don't want it. It's not my portion. But we have to be able to say it. We have to know that it is normal for these crazy thoughts to come. Sometimes we think we're crazy if we have crazy thoughts. No, those are arrows of the enemy. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus has come so that we could have life and we could have it more abundantly. abundantly. So whatever we give our attention to, whatever we give our focus to, that becomes the meditation point of our mind. So we must give our focus, our attention to the things of God. So when we're doing the do's, we don't have time for the don'ts. And I want to piggyback on what you said. Whatever we give mm-hmm. our attention to dominates mm-hmm. our life. Whatever we meditate upon mm-hmm. takes over. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to dominate mm-hmm. your life. This is when we study the life of Jesus Christ. We see what dominates his life. Mm-hmm. Jesus pray. All the time. All the time. Jesus lived a life of prayer. All the time. Now, that was the difference between Jesus and the disciple. Someone said, How, what are you saying, Pastor Beckford? I said, Jesus prayed all the time. He practiced in the Garden of Gethsemane. It was now, Jesus went to what? Pray. Right? Because he always prayed. And he decided this is going to be a what? An all-night prayer. Because prayer dominates his life. Mm -hmm. That is lifestyle. Mm -hmm. In the worst situation, he was able to pray. Yeah, that's good. Because Jesus focused on prayer. Prayer, He focused on the Father. But the disciples focused on Jesus. Come come on, somebody. So they weren't going directly to God or to the power of the Holy Spirit. They weren't able to do that until after the crucifixion when the Holy Spirit was released. Come on. So Jesus, he was fully dependent on God God. as his source. So his eyes were forever toward his Father to receive instructions. Well, the disciples were... Fully dependent on Jesus, Jesus because every time something arose, Jesus. they would come to Jesus. Yeah. When when the boat started a rocking and Jesus was asleep in the <laughs> yeah. stern, yeah. they said, why are you allowing us to perish? Yeah. Why are you sleeping in this situation? So they were constantly coming to Jesus. In Mark 9, where the father brought the child and wanted the disciples to be able to cast the demonic spirit out of it that was terrorizing the child, the disciples couldn't do it. Do it. Jesus Just, came. Yeah. He did it. Yeah. The disciples came to him later. Well, how come you could do it and we couldn't do it? You tell them. Come on now. 
Tell him why he could do it. This kind only comes out by prayer and fasting. So Jesus was dependent on God, but the disciples were dependent on Jesus. But when that shift took place through the power of the Holy Spirit being released after the ascension, after the crucifixion, the resurrection, and the ascension, and then now their source was God. God. They were operating in the power of God. They were able to go out and they were able to do the very things that they saw Jesus do and more than that. Yeah. You you must know they didn't mm-hmm. have a prayer line mm-hmm. because they That's couldn't good. pray. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said, teach us how to I pray. pray. I, 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 notice, mm-hmm. oh, you got to get this. They did not have a prayer life. Why? Jesus was always there. Mm-hmm. Jesus was their answer. Anything they need, they go to Jesus. Mm-hmm. This night, Jesus needed them to watch with him in prayer. Mm-hmm. And Jesus said, can you just watch with me for one, one hour? hour? Even one hour, one hour, that would be good. They couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. So whatsoever you allow to, to you allow in your life and you meditate on it will dominate your mm-hmm. life, will control it. Mm-hmm. So if you let prayer and reading the word of God be the central piece of your life, it will dominate it. You will always want to pray. You'll always want to read the Word of God. You'll always want the Scripture. You'll always go there. You know, someone tell me, Pastor, I love that. Whenever, as soon as I ask anything of you, you said, let me find a Scripture. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let let me find a Scripture for it. Because that's what I live by. Mm -hmm. My Word isn't good. I know my word is good. It's the word of God. (laughs) We invite you to join us this Sunday at Celebration Tabernacle Church at 10 a.m. The address is 1010 Dixon Boulevard. Come check us out this Sunday morning at 10 a.m. 1010 Dixon Boulevard. Celebration Tabernacle Church. Make your day count. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count.